it has to be part of your thing. And then, you know, you, you do it like this and then you break the mold. Welcome to the Creative Studio. This is the podcast where we conduct experiments with podcasting. My name is Joshua Rivers, and this is a production of Podcast Guy Media, LLC. Biographic. An engaging story. Plus emotion or moments of reflection. And it's not all just documentaries because we get sucked into the story. But in a narrative podcast, you explore the answer and you find it by weaving through a set of occurrences. It's a change of direction. Add in extra information or background or thought process to what was already recorded. Throughout season four, we have been covering narrative style podcasting. This includes journalistic or documentary styles as well. Now, the first 10 episodes of the season covers this topically as we step through the process of creating a narrative podcast. I interviewed 11 podcasters for this series, and in each episode, you'll hear from several of each of them. Now, I'm releasing the full interviews that I did with each of these guests. I'm going to do this for several reasons. First of all, there were several things that were brought up in the conversations that didn't make the final cut. It was still good information, it just wasn't as pertinent to the topic at hand, or maybe it was talked about by other guests. Secondly, you get to hear what the conversation was like before I cut all the audio up for the original series. Today's guest is Doc Kennedy. He has been podcasting for several years, but has a passion for stand-up comedy and filmmaking. When I let him know that I was planning on releasing the full interview that we had done, he requested to jump on and do a re-recording because he had some things to add. And so I was glad to speak with him. And so we have some brand new updated information for you in today's conversation. He is a filmmaker, the host of the Filmmakers Focus podcast, doing a lot of great things in that area. He's also working toward being an actor and He's got a lot of really cool things going on in his life. And so doing stand up too. stand, stand up. up. Yeah. Stand up comedy to not only because I love it, but because uh, that helps the acting. Yeah, absolutely. It's usually better than sitting down too. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's great to have you with us. Thank you. So, I'm glad to be here. So last time we talked a, a lot of great things about creating narrative and you were able to bring in a different perspective than most of the other people that i spoke to and that you were able to kind of bring a lot of a lot of parallels from video and and acting and kind of bringing in a little different perspective in that regard and so i'm excited to be able to kind of be able to revisit this with you as well yeah, yeah i'm special yes <laughs> <laughs> very and you deserve all of the attention that goes well thank you that's why i wanted to re-record because i needed the attention again <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so let's kind of hit some some of the highlights. And so, so when we talked last time, we just kind of hit some main points about what a narrative is and some different things that we could be able to do as we look at creating a narrative. And so, so we were just kind of hitting some of the major major points there as far as how we prepare and things like that. And so, but I, I'm really curious, though, because you said there were some things that you wanted to update. So is there anything specific that you well, think would be a great starting point? On the tech end, the world is changing every day. That's no difference when it comes to cameras and, and working in that field. I mean, in the time that we've talked last, our cell phone cameras have gone from little grainy pictures to 4K. I mean, it's insane how much things have changed. 
And, and that's no joke. I mean, and that's only in the last couple of years. Yeah, just a lot changed on that end. Also, I've changed in my viewing how things are done. We're always growing and changing. And yeah, just updated because I get kind of hesitant about uh, having people listen to stuff that I'm recommending when it's outdated or I feel like it's outdated. That's why I wanted to come on. Just starting out with the basics. You know, I look at some of these people that are producing videos online. And they look good, but they sound horrible. There's, there's one thing. If you can't get the audio to at least match the video, don't make it. There's two things that are going to separate you from the amateurs. One is sound and one is lighting. And if you have to choose from the two, always take the sound. Because you can look at a picture and think, yeah, that's okay which is going to be the majority of things today because the cameras are built so well that, you know, shoddy lighting, you can work around it. And that wasn't the case before. We were joking earlier that felt like the last time we recorded, we were still using film and using the old hand crank cameras. But it doesn't really feel that far off just because things are changing so fast. So make sure that your audio, if you're going to hire out for anything, and I do this for videos that I've produced. I will hire an audio guy and I will do the lighting myself. But that's how important it is to me that the audio match the video. Because if you see a video that looks good, but it sounds horrible, you're going to turn it off. It's that easy. There's no way I'm going to sit through this if I have to hear it sounds like they're in a cave or it sounds crinkly, like there's paper being wrinkled up or whatnot. That's my biggest key, actually, right off the bat, is just make sure that you're getting quality audio and doing what you can for solid lighting. Yeah, yeah, I've I've actually heard that before as well. And so I'm actually looking at trying to maybe create some videos. And so that was probably the last interview I did with you. That's how you heard it before. <laughs> maybe I, I know I've heard it a couple of places, but yeah, you make you probably mentioned it before. And so, I'm sure. yeah, that's really good things to be able to keep in mind because a lot of times people look at the, they think about creating a video and their emphasis on trying to get like the best camera they can or whatever yeah. to be able to capture that, but they don't think about yeah. the audio, uh, capturing oh, yeah. audio in a good way. Yeah. And so do you have any specific recommendations or should we stay away from that because of uh, well, trying to stay, stay uh, current? Yeah. Yeah. So what I would recommend is first off, if you can't afford it, do hire somebody that has the proper gear that actually knows what they're doing. Cause it's one thing to have a mic, but it's another thing to actually know how to record. I mean, we could do an entire episode on what not to do when audio recording. And there's a huge difference for the podcaster out there. There's a huge difference between recording audio for a film where you're using a shotgun mic where you're using lobs or you're using a combination of both versus recording a podcast episode. Totally different because the podcast, when we're recording, usually we're in a contained environment. A lot of times if you're recording something that's uh, in a, what I would consider to be a narrative setting, you know, the elements might be a little out there. You have to be aware of the little ticks that you're hearing in the background, which might be a clock. I've gotten so used to it that I will hear a slight hum from someone across the street if we're recording outside. And 
if we need to, I'll cut. It's that important to me that we have crisp, solid audio. So if you can hire someone, if you cannot, then I would uh, recommend at least reaching out to someone in your area who has the gear and who can guide you in the right direction of getting the right gear. That doesn't mean that I can't tell it to you, but I think it helps you because in a lot of cases, these are rushed projects. So you need your gear right away. They'll know what you have available in your area. Just looking at basic shotgun mics, there's some brands out there that I'm not going to actually throw any brands out because (laughs) they're ever changing as well. Mm -hmm. But just do research. Do research on what looks good. And then there's some amazing tutorial videos on YouTube that are not done by me. They're just great videos of comparisons. And watch what happens. Mm -hmm. If I need to, I will watch a a video of two microphones being compared to each other. But it's really helpful in knowing what's going to work and what's not. Because honestly, some of the stuff at Best Buy, probably not going to work. That's more of the consumer level, level. And you want the professional level. So just be on the lookout for that. But the big thing is making sure that you're doing your homework, doing your research. I'm really big on pre-production. So we're not doing rushed projects. Everything is planned out. I like having a solid game plan in place and making sure that uh, we do have the right gear. We have the right people to operate the gear and making sure that the production is as great as we want it to, you know, sounding as we want it to look. Yeah, that's good. I like that too. And I usually try to tend toward trying to do more of the pre-planning if we can, because I know the more you you do up front, the easier it is in the back end. Absolutely. You betcha. You betcha. And and on my end, if I'm doing a production for a client, since I do freelance work, since we've done the pre-production, I now have a blueprint set up of what they can expect. And so if they come back and say, hey, I I thought it was going to look totally different, I can say, well, this is what we said right here. Because a lot of times with people that don't understand, let's say that I'm working with a dentist, I'm not going to understand how to work on people's teeth. The dentist does, but Mm -hmm. they might not understand what it takes to make a video or what that video may look like in the end. Another thing that I'll do is if I'm in a client situation, I'll ask them if they've seen a video or a movie or whatever that they want their video to look like. And then I can go from there and I can actually, we don't make it look exactly like that, but we go in that idea of what that looks like, you know, and and, uh, makes it comfortable for both of us. And if I need to, I can say, yeah, I can't do that. But either here's what I can do for you. Or here's someone who can help us get what you want from that. Which is different. I know we're kind of going off on a rabbit trail there from the narrative talk. But it is something to consider. Definitely pre-production for sure. Just as much time as you can spend. Not needless time because I've been in a lot of pre-production meetings that were just really kind of, to be honest, they were just there to pat each other on the back and make each other feel good about what they're doing. I hate those meetings. <laughs> They're a complete waste of time. Don't ever have me to one. Well, actually doing pre-production for your meeting on pre-production is a good idea. Know what you're going to talk about in the meeting. Let everyone know what you're going to talk about. And then you don't end up with someone cranky like me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
That's a very good point. Do enough preparing, but don't make it a waste of time or yeah, or to where you're delaying the actual work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which happens too, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I think but, I want to stay on the pre-production aspect here. Maybe not as much on the technical side, because sure. I think you've really gave them some really good things about that. But what about like how you try to prepare as far as like, uh, uh, I know last time that we talked, you mentioned about like, um, like treat it like a, a screenwriting, um, like, like yeah. or whatever, creating a screenplay mm-hmm. type thing for, mm-hmm. for that. And so well, why don't you go ahead and just talk about that for just a little bit before we wrap up? Yeah. If it were me, I would definitely write it out as a screenplay because to me, having the blueprint, it's vital. If we don't know where we're going, we're going to get there and where we end up isn't going to be good. So definitely have that in place. And if you're not good at writing, if you don't feel comfortable with that, find someone who is because there's people out there that are and they're probably willing to help you or you can help them out in return, whatever it may be. But make sure that you get something written out. So everyone on your team, even if the team is just you, you know where you're going. Make sure that that's all lined up. You're comfortable with that. And then if you're doing something with multiple characters, then you can start really visualizing what that character should be. So maybe you had someone in mind for that part, but all of a sudden that's starting to change. That's okay. You know, now you know, and it's better to know before than after you find out exactly what you want to go with. Uh, and this is all in pre-production, you know, I'll tell you this pre-production, especially for the person that's getting in and is excited to get to work. It's not the funnest part by far. You know, the best part is being on set. The best part is actually filming the piece. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy post work either. I don't enjoy editing. <laughs> and, you know, and that's a big part of, of what I have to do when it comes to video. But I love being on set and actually working it. And I think most people are the same. You know, a lot of people are. Of course, there are some that that love editing and thank God for them. There's folks that love the writing aspect and and thank God for them. But I have to appreciate the pre-production process because it makes everything else seamless. And while we're on the the pre-production, I'll throw this out there too. I love rehearsal. If you're a football team, it's like having practice. Mm-hmm. you're out there, you're running the plays and you're seeing what needs to be tweaked or whatever, you know, uh, making adjustments as is just uh, making sure that when you get to the game, which would be the recording, the actual recording that you're ready to go. You get out there and you know exactly what's going to go down. You have it already mapped out. You already know in your head exactly where things are going to go and everything should come together fairly seamless. Of course, there's always hiccups here and there, you know, technical issue or whatever. But when it comes down to the performance, which will be the one of the most important parts, if not the most, then you're gold. I like that. I like that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you betcha. I definitely appreciate that. And so it's, it's always good to be able to get some perspective outside of the specific field that we're looking at. It's almost what we talked about in this series. We're, we're looking at mainly an audio narrative type thing but we need to Mm -hmm. be able to draw from other areas because if we only look at the specific area that we're in we're never going to really grow because we can (laughs) only see what has been done and not what could be done and so yeah i definitely appreciate that and and so yeah sure well and and i'll throw something out with cameras real quick i know 4k is really popular right now and it's and it's growing 
What I would say is uh, if you have a DSLR or something like that, don't be ashamed. Use it because even if you're using your cell phone camera, there's a feature film on Netflix. And I can't recall what it's called right now, but it was shot entirely with an iPhone. So if you're doing things correctly, again, this iPhone film had solid audio. So if you're doing things well on that end and you're giving a picture that's worthy of of the the uh, audio then i think you're fine i just shot a music video recently with the dslr and that was uh hd 1280 1920 by is that what it is <laughs> it's yeah, kind of earlier i'm thinking yeah yeah, yeah, by 1080. yeah 1080 yeah yeah 1080 not worrying about what the newest greatest thing is just Go out there, make your peace. And when the time comes for you to upgrade your gear, great. Don't be in a rush to do it. Do what you can with what you have. Mm -hmm. Well, very excellent. I appreciate the time that you took to do the initial interview, but then also be able to come back, be able to give these updates to be able to help us as we work. I mean, even if we're not creating a narrative per se, these are some really good things to be able to keep in mind as we're making other either audio or video pieces and so definitely need to keep that in mind for pre-production and be yeah. able to uh, make sure we keep those things things in line to be able to make the whole process smoother so i definitely sure. appreciate that doc my pleasure now you can be able to find you what's the website yeah. filmmakersfocus.com yeah you can go to filmmakersfocus.com you can follow filmmakers focus at filmmakers focus on twitter instagram and facebook and if you'd like to you can follow my comedy at dot k comedy on the previously mentioned platforms excellent i sure hope that you get a lot of great followers from this and thank you me too uh yeah uh, if you have any other (laughs) questions you as a listener if you have any other questions regarding some of these things i know doc would love to be able to talk with Absolutely. you and, and help you through some of that and so definitely be able to do that i've been raised by mentors through this i didn't go to school for video production i didn't go to school for any of this so the mentors that i've had in my life have meant a lot to me and the least i can do is help others in the same way and that's why i do the podcast Thank you for listening to the Creative Studio Podcast. I hope that you've enjoyed listening to these interviews. If you haven't already listened to the full 10-part series on narrative podcasting, I encourage you to do so, so that will help you to be able to get a grasp on creating a narrative podcast from a topical standpoint. I also have detailed show notes available on the website at creativestudio.academy. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast player and share this with someone you think would benefit from the content. I look forward to sharing more about podcasting experiments. This is a production of Podcast Guy Media, LLC.